0: I think there's something that's like super attractive and healthy about a person who is confident in themselves. So the fact that you can now look at yourself and be like, Oh, look at me. I am not worried about never finding another girlfriend or whatever else it may be like that in and of itself is super attractive.
1: Yeah. Like I have so much confidence now because almost, it was almost like a good thing that it happened that I got back with her because now I have so much more confidence in myself. Like, immediately afterwards i was like talking and flirting with like three different girls at once oh snap i mean it didn't go anywhere but it was fun to like just do that right and just kind of like put myself out there
0: yeah and i think that it almost sounds bad to say you were flirting with three different girls but at the same time it's like you're not dating anybody Mm -hmm. and if you're all single and you're flirting with people like everyone flirts with everybody and that's how you figure out if there's some amount of like chemistry that you can make there yeah And so, like, flirting with people is super fun when you're single. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, that's (laughs) awesome. Like, go for it. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah. Anyways, um, welcome back to Conversation Therapy, a podcast where I talk to people that I think are fun. Um, This week, uh, I don't know why I say this week, because I have not really been releasing these weekly. (laughs) (laughs) Originally, I recorded, like, three or four, and I was like, I'm going to release these every week and that way I'll have like a backlog of them. And then now I'm like, oh, i just release like a couple or maybe I'll not even I'll forget first. to release one this week. I should do them consistently though, but I don't because the only people who listen to this um, are like my immediate family. Cause I haven't told anybody. Shout out to you, ah, Patricia. If you're listening to this, shout out. um,
1: <laughs> And your mom for telling me that you had a podcast and yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited that you're here.
0: Um, yeah. I just, I don't know why I haven't put it out there. I think that it's because this is something that makes me really happy. This is like almost it's not that I'm doing it just for me, but I kind of am. Like this yeah. is something that is not like advertised to that many people. I just do it and I love it because I like having conversations with people. I find them therapeutic. Hence conversations yeah. therapy. You know, that's kind of just it's what a, it's all it's a about. Nice title. Right? Yeah, it works. Uh, but I guarantee there's probably somebody who's like, like going to find it one day and be like, oh, this seems fun. And they're going to listen and be like, nope, not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> like, not therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a podcaster. I talk to people that I think are fun and cool and my friends. Oh, thank oh you. this week, Ethan's here. Um, the one and only. The one and only. I've never heard of another Ethan, personally, on the internet. Never a single one.
1: Yep. They're, if they are out there, they're fake.
0: <laughs> the only one. Seems legit. Um, so just a a quick aside, we'll probably be talking about all sorts of things, but we're going to talk a lot of Dungeons and Dragons this episode.
1: One of the best games to ever exist. a
0: a super fun game. So we're going to be getting nerdy, but also we'll just talk about other stuff along the way because I think that's just fun. Go where
1: the conversation road takes us. Yeah,
0: I love the conversation road. That's even a better name for a podcast is the conversation road. I like that a lot. Oh yeah. And that, now I'm gonna have to change everything.
1: That's how I <laughs> like describe like how I talk because like I think and my grandma and my mother are like this. Like we have like we think that we have like undiagnosed, very mild ADHD and we'll just like start talking and then we'll branch off into different topics and then we'll completely we we wanna tell somebody something and then we'll forget. Because we just started, like, going off on tangents. So and what do you want
0: to tell me? Tell me right now. What were you going to tell me? I, tell me. I, Remember I, it right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, I, see, that was a tangent in and of itself. I have no idea where I was going with well, like that. I think
0: all of conversation are tangents. Like, if you only ever talk about one thing, that'd be the most boring conversation ever.
1: I mean, that's true. That's yeah. true. I'm going to play some
0: fantasy music in the mm-hmm. background.
1: Peace. It's peaceful and tavern-y. It is.
0: It feels like a tavern. Why do so many um, campaigns start out in taverns?
1: I think it's because it's like a nice, like social environment that's kind of like rough and tough for like adventurers to start in. But Mm -hmm. like, I think it might have been because like some of the original like pre-written D and D adventures were probably starting out in taverns. That makes sense. And then just people kind of like stuck with it.
0: Also, it's easy because like in every TV show. Like, a lot of times you'll have people who, like, a bar. Like, yeah. what's that one? Uh, How I Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. That's, like, it's always based in a bar. Like, every TV show has a place where you always go sunny back to. Always in Philadelphia. Yeah. And there's other ones like that where, you know, there's one space where it's like, oh, now we're kind of at home, for lack of a better term. You know, air quotes at home. Yeah. And so, maybe starting at a tavern feels like that.
1: Yeah, like Lord of the Rings, like the Prancing Pony. And the first yeah. They start in a tavern.
0: Really? Yeah, or they start at, like... The Shire in and of itself is Which kind is of... Which is
1: very homey and...
0: Yeah. Shout well, out to no. my wife. She's calling me. Oh, fun. Hey, what's up, Summer? Uh, you're on conversation therapy. Is there something that you need to ask me that shouldn't be on the air? One second.
2: Oh. Now you're on speakerphone. Go ahead. Okay, great. I would love to share with the audience that I am an excellent wife and I'm going to go... Hunt us some food from the grocery store. Oh, snap. And I was wondering if there was anything that you wanted me to
0: find. Um, Just like salad stuff. Shout out okay. health. Shout out to health.
2: And we already have some lettuce, but should I buy more? Are we going to be that healthy?
0: What do you mean are we going to be that healthy? We're always that healthy.
1: You got to balance well, out the I'm healthy so- with unhealthy though.
0: Like get some like chewy
1: chocolate like Chips Ahoy cookies. Like oh, that's the stuff. Yum.
2: Yeah. So that sounds like health. <laughs> yeah.
0: It sounds very healthy.
2: Okay. So just lettuce and we are going to not let it go to waste because we're going to be healthy.
0: That's right. Maybe some more cilantro as well.
2: More cilantro. Yeah. All right. What kind of things would you like on your salad? Do we need cheese for the
0: healthy salad? No. Okay, perfect. So lettuce. I'm buying lettuce and eggs. Yeah, eggs. I was about to say eggs. Man, we are on the same page. This is what, Ethan, this is what marriage brings you.
1: (laughs) Yes. Same page. You're on the same page about eggs. That's the most important thing. (laughs) That would have been (laughs) nice. (laughs) Whether
0: they be children (laughs) eggs um, or (laughs) eggs from a chicken. You're on the same page and that's marriage. Life tips. Yes. Excellent. Well, if you decide you want anything else, you have
2: about a 15-minute window and that's it.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. All Have right. a great conversation. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Love yeah. you. Shout out my wife. The best wife. The only yeah. wife. Going to Aldi. Shout out Aldi. So many shout outs.
1: Totally not sponsored.
0: <laughs> Definitely not. Aldi, if you want to sponsor me... Go ahead and reach out to me. My phone number. Is, no, just kidding. <laughs> Katrina actually said my phone number on the last episode, and I'm gonna have to go back and edit it. And I hate her forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, excuse oh my me. lord. Dude, I'm drinking La Croix over here. So. I,
1: I got that solid, like, great Valley drinking water. Like, that's the best drinking water on the market. Dude, it goes down smooth. It's it's smooth already. Bottle
0: aged. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know.
1: Straight from the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Purified so there's no salt for your convenience. Salt
0: on the side if you want.
1: <laughs> it's like the like flavor packets that like make lemonade, but it's just yeah. salt. <laughs>
0: it's got like dirt in there as well, like everything that yeah. like, got out of the water Maybe you a little can get a little, <laughs> yeah, a little packet of like dirt and crud <laughs> that you can put in there. Tastes like America. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shout out to Flint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody shout outs. <laughs> you get a little packet of lead. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, campaigns starting in in uh, taverns and bars. It almost feels like the lazy DM's way out of having to do something. Well, let's let's explain the basics of Dungeons and Dragons for That's everyone probably, out there. Probably a good idea. And also, I want you to tell me. Um, What's something that would let us know who you are? Tell me, in three sentences, uh, describe your childhood. <laughs> um, wow, that's a, I would describe it. Put the mic up more by your mouth too. Like you can move the mic up; you don't have to move your head down. Potentially, like if we're
1: sticking like in the fantasy realm, was raised like like a special child. Oh, just talk like a regular person. No, for three we're sentences. not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. My childhood. I was the only child. No dad. Uh, raised by my grandparents.
0: That's what it means to be an only child, is no dad?
1: Well, kind of.
0: I mean, There's that's four just of us, a- but we have no dad, so we're four only children.
1: <laughs> I mean, I wasn't my mother's only child. Fair enough. And I lived with my grandparents.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of making light of something that's very serious. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah
1: was, it's a fun time.
0: Yeah. So, only child, raised with grandparents. How would you describe that?
1: How would I do? It was a good time. Good time. Probably the best thing for me. Yeah. Which gran- is cool. Grandparents are nice.
0: Your grandparents are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So now that we know a little bit about you, very little, we'll very learn little. more as this goes on. Um, let's describe the basics of Dungeons and Dragons. So Dungeons and Dragons was a game created by... Gary Gygax. Gary Gygax. That's who it was. I forgot who it was, so I pointed at you, hoping that you would know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're crushing that water bottle. Yeah, My dude. Dude, <laughs> hydration. I drink...
1: Hydrate or uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I drink so much water at work because they provide water bottles that there's this thing that's I mean, it's probably like a foot and a half by a foot and a half, and then it's like three and a half feet tall. It's like this water bottle, like throw your water bottles here. Mm. But it's in a spot to where only I will throw my water bottles away there. Like it's out in the warehouse where nobody else is by it. And so since I have been working there, I have been filling it up with all my water bottles and it's almost full. <laughs> and I have, it's been like nine months. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I drink like probably four water bottles there a day. That's a lot of water. It's a lot of water, but it's not like it's a healthy amount of water. Um, speaking of healthy amounts of water, uh, we Or under a boil advisory here in Mansfield. That's fun. Yeah. But it just, like, it doesn't mean anything. It was like, hey, we had to put in another water pump, and maybe it'll be bad, but probably not.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Ontario for not having a boil advisory. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Shout out Mansfield. Uh, Not as bad as Flint, but almost. (laughs) (laughs) Very close. Yeah. Speaking of fairies, Dungeons & Dragons. Yes uh <laughs> tangents road gary conversation Gax oh yeah he created it it is a role playing fantasy game
1: from like the mid 70s i would say
0: yeah it's old i don't know when it came out but it is very very old. very old but still awesome oh yeah so there's been five editions that have come out or more
1: uh there's like first well, that's the editions they have numbered they have it technically it's it goes from like 1 to 5 but there's like D&D, and then there's like AD&D, like Advanced Dungeons and & Dragons. And then oh. they have like 2nd edition, 3rd edition, 3.5, 4th, and then 5th edition. Yeah. And then after, um, for whatever reason, um, the company that was in charge of making D&D at the time of 3.5 made it like free licensure. Like, I don't know what the, the legal term is for okay. it, but like... You could take it and just run with it, make your own stuff for it. it wasn't like copyrighted for whatever reason. Yeah. And so, um, this company, peso came out with the fantasy role-playing game called Pathfinder.
0: Yeah, I remember that. And well, so, Pathfinder's still a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. The first edition Pathfinder is uh, almost identical to the 3.5 edition of d d
0: Yeah, they're pretty much the same mm-hmm. all the way. Still, like there, yeah, like there's just even, like some minor differences and like... Minor differences
1: that af- over time the peso company just kind of took some like artistic just choices that they wanted to run with, but they're essentially like the same
0: game. Yeah. And so the way that the game works is that you have a DM or dungeon master who plans out whatever the party is going to be doing, um, whether or not that's like a very specific quest or if it's kind of an open world, like do whatever you want to. Um, they'll plan it out. And then the players... Um, which are just whoever your friends are. We'll create characters that have like strengths and weaknesses and stats and all this stuff that tell you kind of like what is, is it race and class?
1: Yeah, so you can play like different races. Like you can play a half orc or a dwarf or an elf or a gnome or a dragon human hybrid dragon born person or a human or a human if you wanted to be boring. Yeah, hey. I mean, humans are fun. Sometimes, yeah.
0: So there's all these different options of race, and then you can have a bunch of different classes. Yeah. You what are all those? Like, Do you know them?
1: Um, there's, like, cleric. Cleric, so, like, you have, like, your priestly people uh, who get, like, their magic from, like, divine sources, so, like, gods. Yeah. You have warlocks who get our magic users They get their magic from making packs with either uh, devils, um, arch, like, super powerful, like, fey creatures, um, or like unknown entities, yeah. Called the, like old ones. Um, you have wizards who get magic through studying it. Sorcerers who get magic from being like born. They have like special powers. So, like maybe they're ex- like Spider-Man, like exposed like radiation through like maybe a spider bit them. they another a magic they're spider. Magic. <laughs> they're like Magic Spider-Man, <laughs> or maybe like they're great. dude. How dope of a character would that, that be? Would, that would be cool.
0: A sorcerer that got bitten by a spider and now is starting to like be able to do more and more things like spiders.
1: But you'd have have to multi class under Rogue, but that would still be cool. Would you though? Yeah, so you can do some like Spider Man like, yeah, acrobatic stuff. stuff. Yeah.
0: That's true. Wow. I think it would be fun either way. Yeah. We're getting again tangents. Tangents. So sorcerer. Then there's like um, the fighting classes, which are like barbarian. Barbarians
1: are like uh, brutes, basically big brutes who like to swing axes, punch, yeah. kill, and they're usually rage. like stereotype people. Like usually play them or play
0: them as like big and stupid.
2: Yeah,
1: which is funny. Which is funny, but like you don't have to do that.
0: Right. You could be as smart and also strong. Yeah. Shout out, Ethan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then let's see for other martial classes you have fighter so it's like someone who's like an ex soldier straight just, up punchy punch, and punch. And they're really good at fighting yeah um but they're not so like brutish and they can do different types of fighting instead of just hitting someone with a big axe they can do like sword and shield or bow and arrow right. um you have ranger who gets who's like has some magic stuff from being like attuned to nature um uh, mm-hmm. But they're more like a special forces, like imagine them like Navy SEALs. What's the other range, the,
0: the other one that's like attuned to the forest stuff? Uh, druids. Druid, that's yeah. what I was thinking they of. They get yeah.
1: their magic from nature yeah. in general.
0: And then you also got like Rogue, which is more of like a... Thief yeah. or
1: assassin, kind of like sneaking Sneaky. about. Stabbing him
0: in the back oh, yeah. With, taking, between yeah, Taking the party's treasure. Oh, yeah, which is classic moves. You can go get another water bottle if you want. I have so many. Do you see where I got it from? Yeah. I have so many. I'll get that in a bit. Okay. (laughs) I've got, I'm like a camel. I got it stored up. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out (laughs) camels. Not the cigarettes. Not the cigarettes.
1: No Marlboro Man here. Mm. Wait, is that the same cigarette company? No, that's a different. I don't know. That's a completely different. Have you ever
0: smoked cigarettes? No. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Is that all the classes? Um, Because we got... Oh, no, no. Bard. Bard.
1: Bard. Bard. God, (laughs) I love and hate the Bard class. The Bard is like... Yeah. um, Someone who is, like, plays an instrument and is very musical or performance-based, and they get their magic kind of like... Similar to, like, wizards, who are, where they, like, learn it, but not, like... Wizards are more, like, academic. So, like, they go to a school of magic, like a university, and bards are like, hey, I just started messing around on the internet, and I'm self-taught.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah they find an instrument, and they just do it. And they
1: just kind of, like, figure out how um, magic works in the universe and, like, can bend it to their will. It's
0: interesting how, in my mind, like, I think there are present like present day real world bards. Like the way that music literally tugs on your heartstring. Well literally, but like what whatever that means. Like when yeah. it tugs on your heartstrings when it makes you feel a certain way. Like I always think of the beginning of the movie up with that piano soundtrack that's mm-hmm. behind that story there. Oh, and yeah. it's the combination of the story with the piano, but I listen to that piano by itself and it makes me nearly tear up every time. Cause it like there's something about that that the way that the music is written tugs on your heartstrings in the same way that like there are very good artists musically today who can inspire you to be any emotion, you know, whether that's sad or happy or angry or whatever it is. Like Mm -hmm. there are bard, bards out there who who do those kind of things in the world, which I think is really cool. Um, Separate thing tangent, but I think is an important thing to talk about. This is why (laughs) This is why nobody's ever going to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Because we're like, even the one episode when I have a topic, which is like, let's talk about D&D, which is like a very specific topic, but like not even what the rest of this show is about. Like, even in that episode, I'm still going to bring it back to not being about that. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Which is like, we're appealing to like, like, we're like, oh, we're going to appeal to all the the big old nerds out there. And then it's like, nope, not anymore. And I got to go on something else. Anyways, I was a youth pastor. You want to be a minister. Mm Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, a game which has arguably caused a lot of controversy within the fundamental evangelical Christian religion. Yeah, which is an interesting thing. When I I, I almost feel bad like bringing these things up, but I don't because yeah. this stuff happened. When I was a youth pastor, I played the game uh, Magic the Gathering and Dungeons & Dragons. I played them, loved them, had a great Mm -hmm. time with them. Both are great games. Super fun. Role-playing games, nerdy games, great time. And I was told by the pastor, hey, you should stop playing those games because there were some parents who, like, expressed concern about them. And I said, well, let's talk about them. And so we talked about that, and we talked about Pokemon cards as well. And he told a a story about... um, His son got some Pokemon cards for a, um, like birthday gift or whatever. And then, um, this pastor, um, who was technically my superior at the time, um, Oh, excuse me. Explain to his son like the background behind Pokemon cards, which was not the real background. It was the background that's like, well, this guy created Pokemon because he hated his parents and he hated religion. Like that's there's an actual like that's a thing out there like on the internet. If you search like Pokemon, is, and religion,
1: that, is that real? No, it's not real. It's
0: just this dude that like ended up like leaving the religion that he was and also created Pokemon, which is like so many people leave religions that their parents try to bring them up in, and that's mm-hmm. just a thing. Yeah. And so the pitch is like. Well, if you do this, then you're supporting anti-parent, anti-religion sentiments, like about Pokémon cards, which is not at all the thing. And so like he was like, yeah, and then my son, we didn't tell him what to do, but he decided to go out and burn those Pokémon cards. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, nah. that's so dumb. That's pretty dumb. And I'm not going to say specifically who it was, like the name because I don't think that's important. I think that that that's a sentiment that a lot of Christians have which is, I don't understand something, let's burn it. Yeah. So, from your perspective, as someone who wants to be a minister, but who also loves playing Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm. how can you, like if I'm if I'm the Christian saying, you can't play those games about magic stuff and also love Jesus, what's your response to that?
1: So I think there's a key um, distinction to be made. So like, uh, my grandfather, father brought up um well i i played a separate game i got into it like in seventh grade called warhammer 40k it's a tabletop game with like essentially it's like space it's like star wars kind of it's very similar like there's space magic and space gods and like
0: whatever space magic is one of the coolest phrases ever (laughs) Sorry for interrupting, but you said Space Magic, and that's so (laughs) dope-sounding.
1: I remember when we got in the car, and I was looking at, like, the starter box for it, and I was, like, oogling over it, and I'm like, this is so cool. And he's like, that's not, like, Dungeons & Dragons, is it? Mentally ill people play that game, and they get demonically possessed. And I'm like... No way. I'm like, no, no, it's nothing like that. Nothing like that at all. Um, (laughs) It's the same thing, (laughs) just more weird
0: because it's in space.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Um, I think there's a distinction that, like... There are some people who, like, may be, like, uh, not—I don't want to use the term. I guess, like, who are, like, abnormal, um, who may have some, like, distinctions between um, troubling—trouble discerning reality from fiction. And so when they play, like, Dungeons & Dragons, they, like, think they're actually this giant— like, you know, orc barbarian slaying dragons and whatnot, and then it messes with, like, their real social interactions with people, and that can kind of be a problem. And, like, think, maybe you think they're a wizard casting spells, and yeah. maybe they actually get into, like, witchcraft because of it. That can be an issue, but if you're just kind of, like, having fun because, like, you read or watched Lord of the Rings and you thought that was cool, um, and you wanted to, like, you like fantasy, and so you get into Dungeons and Dragons, or you start playing Magic the Gathering. Like, and you just play it because it's a fun game and you have fun with your friends telling stories and whatnot. I see no issue with that. So like I can understand why some people, uh, the more fundamentalist side of uh, evangelical like Protestantism is against D&D and magic but I also kind of think they push it, like they don't even like look into it at all. Right, Research it. Yeah. They just kind of like heard it and was like, oh, that's horrible. Yeah. So, like, I can understand why, but I also think their understanding is stupid. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like they go to dungeonsanddragonsisbad.com and that's where they get their opinions. Yeah. You know, they don't research both sides. And if they do research both sides, it's not because of an open mind, it's because they have their ideas and their opinions formed and they want to find stuff to prove that instead of going into it and genuinely saying hey which one of these is better yeah and like which one of these is right as far as opinions go so that's a thing i think that you had a good point there that like there are some people who go out there but like it's that's the same as saying like there are some people who go on instagram all the time and then spend Mm -hmm. thousands of dollars to mutilate their bodies
1: yeah or like people who uh like spend time um like at all this money on like sports tickets to go to sports games and like yeah. like i saw a really funny comparison of a guy describing a football game it's like you know there's thousands of people in a circle watching these guys go and hit each other and uh, for, you know to play a game and sometimes we paint our faces and take our shirts off and like we're all chanting and yelling and maybe there's some drinking involved and and, and this other dude's like you know and it's like comparing it between like LARPing and D and D. And it's like oh it's like so good. and he's like, What are you guys what are you talking about? And he's like, Have you never been to a football game? And it's like it's like kind of like the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. just that society is like kind of just like said like, This is okay.
0: Yeah. LARPing of course being live action role play when people dress up like these medieval characters and will go out and fake battle. Yeah. Which is also a very fun thing. It's cool. Yeah. But it's very, it's very weird how that stuff is kind of like pushed to the edge of society. It almost feels like LARPing and furries for a long time were like linked together as being like the weirdest edge fringe of society. Yeah. And then... Well, furries are... That's another topic for another time. Well, let's do it now, Ethan. Oh, That's boy. what this podcast All is about. Right. We talk about whatever the heck we want to. And right now, let's talk about furries. <laughs> <laughs> you could quote me on that. <laughs> um, Put that in the description. <laughs> we talk about whatever you want to, and right now we want to talk about furries. <laughs> That's the whole description for this episode. <laughs> <Furries> <laughs> like nothing about D&D and all this other stuff, just that. Just, fur-
1: just furries. Um, well, let's
0: get on it. Let me Google that. Well, so me-
1: I have had an interaction with um, someone who is a furry really? and had a fursuit yeah, back in high school. No, in high school? Yeah, she may or may not no have way. done uh, a presentation in her sophomore honors English class on being a furry and describe the whole process.
0: Did she want to be made fun of for the rest of her life?
1: I, I don't think she realized it, but it was. It's a it kind, I think those I don't know that they may like they have like their own language of like noises that they Some do. Some of them probably do. Let me, I just pulled up like, Wikipedia. Wikipedia, That's, let's, let's start there Wikipedia first. Wikipedia is
0: great, a furry fandom. I feel like I should pause the fantasy music. Well, maybe fantasy music. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll play this um news music. This just in. The furry fandom is a subculture interested in anthropomorphic animal characters with human personalities and characteristics. Examples of anthropomorphic attributes include exhibiting human intelligence and facial expressions, speaking, walking on two legs, and wearing clothes. The term quote, furry fandom is also used to refer to the community of people who gather on the internet and at furry conventions. Um, uh, It originated from a science fiction convention in 1980 when a character blah 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 basically furries dress up in suits that look like animals and they...
1: Like on two bipedal, like two feet. And... Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would put a picture up, but this is not on video, so who gives a crap? <laughs> um, and so people will like put things together and they'll role play as their, uh, quote, fursona. Yeah. I want to kill myself for saying that. <laughs> um, they'll role play on internet forums or electronic mailing lists, which is the greatest way of saying email. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, it's mostly a thing that's looked down on, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, if that's what you're into and you're not hurting anybody, like it doesn't necessarily have to be weird. It just yeah. feels real weird because like, I feel like the weirdest people are the ones who have been talked about on this. Yeah. Cause like we want to look like as humans, we want to look at spectacles. And, like, a person dressing up and pretending to be an animal is a spectacle. Yeah. And that was the News Hour. <clears throat> Man, I'm disgusting. <laughs> oh. We could be disgusting together. Uh-huh. Aw. <laughs> uh uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what a furry is. And they've often been, um, like,
1: ostracized is a good term
0: yeah i was gonna say they've been associated with like sexualized fantasies
1: they that is a thing which is a large
0: part of like the furry fandom is like very strange and sexualized things yeah
1: and they do things in their fursuits um and these fursuits aren't cheap either like they have to like because like you're wearing it like a costume and has to have like some like structural support in addition to like Making it look like have fur. And so, um, this girl who did this presentation, um, she was talking it was like eight hundred dollars for this fursuit. That's and that probably was, a cheap one. Yeah, and that was like four years ago too, so it's probably like maybe even more expensive. Or maybe it's cheaper since it's, time has gone on, more people get
0: into it. But um Uh fursuits uh, can take anywhere from one to six weeks. Weeks, costing the buyer upwards of $3,000, depending on that, the features and customs.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's $3,000 sounds about right, actually.
0: I think it's been a long time since uh, that presentation. So $4,500 is a general high range for standard commissions. So that means that's a high range, a general range is probably like 2000 bucks. Yeah. And so this is a thing. First, it's, I don't know how we get talking about furries, dude. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why why did we start talking about this it was,
1: uh i was talking about magic the like
0: larping larping that's right. that's what we got into larping so i don't know the way i feel about most hobbies is like as long as it's not hurting anybody else mm-hmm. and not like messing up your brain then do it yeah you know because you could say like well killing cats in my room isn't hurting anybody else and it's like well okay no like that's not okay yeah but like most things, it's like, dude, if you want to spend three thousand dollars and like wear a fursuit, suit, how much weird? How much more weird is that than a person who's going to spend three thousand dollars and go to one football game? Yeah, that's that's true. You know, at that least you true. get to wear your fursuit suit twice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> more, reusable. Shout out furries. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even with that, like it feels.
1: Uh, It may be because they're dressing up as animals and pretending to be something that's slightly human, but not human. And so, like, subconsciously, you know, most people find that disturbing. And it also doesn't help that, like, they have the stereotype of it being, like, super sexual. Yeah. And doing things in their fursuits and, like, like, speaking in, like, not human languages, like, trying to, like, clicks, like... Yeah. Um... And oh man, that was the the presentation I watched. Everybody was extremely uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I feel like that's that's like revealing a very like deep inner thing about yourself to a group yeah. of people who probably doesn't care and is just gonna make fun of you. Like
1: yeah, and it was supposed to be like a um, a persuasive like presentation. What was her persuasion? Furries are okay, or or like yeah, don't make fun of furries. I get that. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure the teacher gave her a pity grade.
0: Well, I kind of understand that because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to just make fun of a person for whatever hobby they're doing, but like, until you get rid of the social stigma around being a sexualized, anthropomorphic, animal suit wearing person, yeah, like, that's weird. That's just so weird being like just a, like, not normal, not part of society. Mm -hmm. Like, in the same way that you have a gay person who dresses up for a gay pride parade and wears, like, colored dildos all over their body is mm-hmm. like, you are weird. Like, that is not a normal part of society. Perfectly fine with gay people. Yeah. Right? Like, that's... That's another issue for another day, but we can talk about that now if we want to get controversial. <laughs> Ethan saying no. <laughs> no. He's shaking his head no. Perfectly fine. Be gay. Doesn't hurt anybody else. Whatever. Um. But you aggressively like doing that like that becomes weird and that's where i'm like not okay in the same way that i don't know me wearing an anime shirt that has a naked girl on it it's, yeah, like, it's just like it's not okay it's f- like offensive to other people like having to look
1: at that yeah yeah and it just makes you, them uncomfortable and it's just like forces so many different things
0: yeah which is, it gets into the whole like at what point do you have to be like like bending to what makes other people uncomfortable. Cause like at a certain point, a woman wearing jeans made people uncomfortable because yeah. they had to be wearing dresses. But it's like, that's not what this is. Like, this is like actually like, you're just going too far. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. don't. And sometimes on purpose. Yeah. A lot of times on purpose to claim whatever. Yeah. To, just to make a point. And yeah, sometimes that point's kind of stupid. It gets lost in like the ridiculousness of what you're doing. And mm-hmm. so I, I guess going back to the furries thing, never thought I was going to say that today. Um, to getting back to the furry conversation, <laughs> <laughs> I understand why it's like, yeah, you shouldn't make fun of these people for that, um, but there is a stigma around what you're doing, and you need to be aware of that, mm-hmm. and not necessarily be ashamed of that. But I wouldn't be proudly. It's it's kind of the same reason why I think people are like not as like socially proud of anime stuff. Yeah. Because a lot of that stuff is also super sexualized. Oh yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I wouldn't be super proud of watching all these different animes and knowing all these characters and everything because it is very sexualized. Even if that like particular show isn't. Right. But whenever like the average person thinks of anime, they're going to think of hentai stuff, which is like nasty stuff. Yeah. Not good stuff. Don't Google that. No, don't do it. You know what? This is a good time to say, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) to my parents (laughs) for well no this is a good time to say while talking about these things does bring them up like for people to like hear about them maybe for the first time like Mm -hmm. there's an important aspect to like educating people on these kind of things because they don't hear about it from a person who's like a safe space yeah because i think this is kind of a safe space to be able to talk about to be able to talk about this kind of stuff oh yeah you know, I don't know, Because
1: if you hear it from someone who's like super into that type of sort of thing, they might like twist it in a way and not give you all the facts. Right. And the same way, if you hear it from someone who hates that, they're going to demonize it and uh, you're not going to get to actually see what it's all about. Yeah, this
0: has been a very factual conversation about furries and anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, what should the clickbait title of this one be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. D and D furries and anime (laughs) (laughs) Or just be ashamed of your hobbies (laughs) (laughs) Be ashamed of your hobbies. Yeah. So those are things that exist that we talked about. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Back to D &D. (sighs) and D. Something
1: that's become socially acceptable now. Yeah, it's much more so popular. Like I went to Barnes and Noble's the other day and
0: they... Let me get up on my platform real quick. It's Barnes and Noble. because oh, I'm sorry. Every, everyone, it's not it's, just you. I it's, know. Every person says Barnes and Nobles, and it's like.
1: Mm-hmm. Like Kroger is Kro- Everyone says Kroger's. Yeah. Or Meyer. Aldi's. Aldi's. It's Aldi. Yeah. And, Myers. My Yeah. Like,
0: why are we adding these S's onto things? I guess that's. It's everything.
1: It's darn mid- Midwesterners. It is.
0: Sodi. Sodi
1: pop. Sodi pop. Everyone
0: says pop. Yep. Which is fine. That doesn't bother me to be Ope. honest. What Ope? <laughs> oh yeah, like when you. Oh, sorry.
1: That I found out because I went to Iowa for like a like a church like conference like youth camp thing, and over the summer, and I met some people from like Pennsylvania, Indiana, Mich- uh, like Wisconsin and Minnesota, and like the people from like Minnesota, Wisconsin, like Pennsylvania, never heard of Ope really it's just like an ohio indiana and michigan thing
0: interesting ope is of course referring to if i were to bump into ethan on my way out the door I'd Say, oh sorry yeah oh oh
1: It's like a, jo- a joke that like every time someone says ope uh, a stalk of corn bursts from the ground
0: somewhere <laughs> in ohio <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really funny i never <laughs> heard that um yeah Let's get back okay d and d we were talking about races and classes, and you can you design a character that can have a backstory and like motivations of why they're doing what they're doing and all these all this different stuff, and then your character gets placed into a world created by the dm mm-hmm. the dungeon master um,
1: yeah, yeah, and sometimes uh there's when like campaigns you have like what worlds there's like two types so there's like homebrew. So stuff that the DM personally made up entirely, all himself, herself, uh, or there's the there are books published by uh, Dungeons and Dragons that have like preset worlds and preset adventures that the DM can run and then change how they like.
0: Yeah, so Dungeons and Dragons is like a WotC thing, right? Yes, it's part of Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, Wizards of the Coast is they create Dungeons and Dragons
1: and Magic the Gathering. Yeah, and then they also have like. And they're owned by, like, Hasbro
0: toys. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, big money maker. Yeah. Is, you know, these things. Because all the nerds will go out and buy these things. hmm All the time. Speaking of which, I haven't played Magic in, like, a long time. And I think I might be playing with my brother and his friends. Ooh, fun. I sold, like, all of my expensive cards to be able to purchase the podcasting equipment. That's probably a good investment. Yeah, because I wasn't using them, like, at all. And I'm like, why do I have these cards I'm, that, like, I'm uh, saving uh, for no reason? The Realm, uh... Doesn't do modern on, on
1: Fridays anymore. Oh, they do standard and pioneer.
0: Don't know what pioneer
1: is. It's, I a, new for, it's a new format that starts from like a later set.
0: Oh, so onwards. like modern but newer. Yeah, modern but newer, which um, makes sense because modern was getting too much like legacy. Yeah,
1: and uh, Star City Games took legacy off of their tours. Really, and replaced it with pioneer. So vintage is still there. They don't even do vintage. Vin- they maybe do like vintage
0: once a year, maybe. So we're getting very nerdy. <laughs> yeah. And I know that if people are listening to this, they probably already tuned out. All of these are different versions of Magic the Gathering that you can play yeah, different that formats. use old cards that are super expensive. Um Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. sell my legacy deck.
1: Yeah, dude, for and sure. I'm gonna, I'm even Buy tempted, a house. <laughs> I'm tempted just to sell everything. Because I have I've played maybe I played once this semester with some friends, and then before that I hadn't played since last January.
0: Yeah, my brother sold all of his stuff at a certain point maybe for his honeymoon i think he like one their honeymoon and then he was like man i really wish i had a deck and just one commander deck because commander is an evergreen yeah, format. super fun, fun to play and so that's like for christmas i got him for christmas that year and under our budget i bought him and a commander deck that was like a copy of one that he had before oh that's that nice. was his favorite one that was maybe the best christmas gift i've ever given somebody because i like did it all for budget and i did it all like similar stuff and like mm-hmm. it was super fun Um, so I still have, I don't don't know, maybe one or two commander decks, but I sold like a bunch of cards. So I'm going to have to go back and like, yeah, I have a whole box
1: full of like, it's like got like the five sections. It's like real big. It's currently got like 2000 cards in it.
0: Yeah. And most
1: of it is just like trash cards that like are maybe like half a cent a piece, like And they're worth nothing But then there's like A little section Towards one side That has a bunch of Expensive cards in it Mm -hmm. I need to go through that And price it out And find a place That'll buy it Um, I took mine
0: Over to the realm And they bought them When did you do that? Because
1: I was Because I saw on Facebook That they uh, They stopped buying cards For cash
0: For a while ago they have always done it. I they know me like I know Brian. Yeah. And, like I've been there a, a good amount of times. Shout out the Realm, great store, great oh, yeah. like locally owned card shop. Does a lot of Magic, Magic the Gathering. I'm not sure if they do anything else really. That, I
1: think they started getting
0: like this Transformers card game. Okay. Maybe. They just play their card games there for fun though. Yeah. But they like mostly have like Magic stuff there that they sell. I'm not sure if they have anything else. So I know the guy there, and I bought a bunch of stuff from him, and so. What you can do is you go in and you'll sell them back cards for cash or for store credit for, like, less than what they're worth, obviously. So it'll be, like, two-thirds of what they're worth or half Mm -hmm. of what they're worth. So they can make some money when they sell the card back. Yeah, exactly. And so I did that with a bunch of cards. That's actually where I sold all of them. I still have some that, like, I'm probably going to sell online because they're worth more and I'd rather get my money's worth. Mm -hmm. But, like, it was just very convenient. Like, even if I lost money on it, like, I bought these cards years ago and they were worth a lot less. Yeah. Like, I bought cards that were, like, I traded them in for half price, and they were, like, $100, and I bought them originally for full price at, like, $30. Yeah. And it was, like, sick. Like, this is worth $200, but I'm fine with selling it for 100 because I bought it four years ago for 30
1: Yeah, there's a, a store in uh, Lima where you can trade in, like, your Magic cards and stuff and get just straight store credit, and they also have Warhammer and D&D books. Dude. And D&D minis, so I'm thinking
0: I'll just take all my stuff there, trade it in, and just get a bunch of free Warhammer models. I so desperately want you to DM me as a character. Like, I want to play in one of your campaigns so desperately, but, like, we... This summer. I would love to. We have, like, nothing in common, though. Are you going to be back in town? I will be for about a month, month and a half. Let's play, like, a three or four part. Yeehaw. I'm super in, please. Yes. I would love...
1: Please uh, let us know in the comments or email Michael <laughs> or let
0: him know if we should record this d d game. I guess I could put my... Is, is it weird to put email on here? I don't know. That's your own prerogative. Is that a weird thing, though, or no? I have no I'm idea. genuinely asking. Is that like doxing myself or no? Because phone number's totally... Maybe I should make a... I should definitely make a separate email for the podcast. All right. Ethan, tell them more about Dungeons & Dragons, and I'm going to try to make another Gmail real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah,
1: so starting at, like, homebrew campaigns or, like, uh, the store, like, the campaigns from that Dungeons & Dragons, the company, made. um, Tell them how you play, because I think that's the most important thing. Okay, so, like, in a campaign, you have a goal. And so, like, you know, real stereotypical, say, like, your party. You know, you, you meet in a tavern, and you have to go save a princess or something. Like, real real stereotypical. So, like, you go on this adventure, and you just kind of, like, say what your characters are going to do. So, like, you, if you start in the tavern, and before you leave town to head into the woods to go save the princess, you want to go stop by the uh, person who sells potions. So, your character will walk over there, and it just, from the tavern to the, the store, it's just, like, instantaneous, because it's all, like, imaginary um, but then, like, your DM, the DM will, it, play the role of the shopkeeper, and you'll have to, like, haggle for prices of, like, the potions, and so, like, that's, like, the social, uh, component, like, in-game, social component of in D&D, like, talking with, uh, NPCs or non-playable characters who are, uh, characters played by the DM, and so, like, NPCs range, range from, like, um, villains, so, like, the big bad evil guy, to, like, you know, that shopkeeper you were talking to. And then, when you, like, come across monsters and whatnot that you have to fight, you have, uh, dice. So you have all sorts of dice. You have, uh, D20s or a 20-sided dice. You have D12s, 12-sided dice, 8-sided dice, 10-sided dice, 6-sided dice, and 4-sided dice. And they all represent different things, so, like, um... A big great axe wielded bar- by a barbarian does like D12s worth of damage. So you roll a 12-sided dice, and so um, you know if you roll a 12, that's really good. Or you can roll a one on that 12-sided dice, and like that's how much damage you do. So like the higher like the amount of sides on the dice that like you do with like your damage against like monsters and whatnot, the more you can do, or you can do a whole lot, a whole lot, like by rolling like ones and whatnot. And like different editions of Dungeons and Dragons Some like I think maybe like the first edition Doesn't use models at all I think it's all purely imaginary But uh, I think some people like draw maps To show like okay so like you're standing here And the monster's standing there So then you can move maybe You have like a moving speed of like 30 feet in a turn So then you can move so far and then attack the monster And uh, all sorts of stuff
0: so I that's just, like the actual actions when there's also like just the straight up role playing part yeah. where you're like, hey, you're in a, you're in a, a tavern. Who, what do you want? This is what you see. The dungeon master is like, this is what you see. Mm-hmm. Who so do you I, want to talk to? What you do you want to do? Go over and get a drink if you
1: want. Get some food or go talk to the guy in a cloak in the corner. Right. See if he's got a quest for <laughs> yeah. you or something
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were you talking about that needed a way to contact me? Oh, people who wanted to play.
1: Yeah, or wanted to know if we should record the campaign in the summer.
0: Oh, that would be kind of fun, doing like a four-shot record the campaign. Yeah. I'd have to get it. How many people would you play? Would we play with four people? We could do like th- four people, yeah. Like you and three others? Because I would just need one more mic, and then we could actually record it like on this table, which would yeah. be kind of dope. That would be kind of dope. Um, So shoot your email to conversationtherapycast at gmail.com. Boom. It's official. I love it. Yeah. My wife said she doesn't like it when I yell. You should yell more. (laughs) I yell all the time though. (laughs) Once again. I'm going to start saying that at like the beginning and end of every episode just to get community involvement because at this point, it's just my mother-in-law and that's it, <laughs> like a couple other people. <laughs> but I would love for you to email me at conversationtherapycast at gmail.com and send me topics of what you would want me to talk about. Ask me questions. Um, make fun of me. If you have my phone number, which most of you probably do, just text me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, memes. No. Definitely send it to gmail.com. Yeah, send me fun memes. Send me everything. That would be a great place Oh yeah, to do this. <sighs> Ethan, I'm so glad you came on so that I'm I can so make. so glad
1: you had me. This is exciting. We're not
0: done. I'm just so glad because you made me make a Gmail, which is something <laughs> I definitely should have done <laughs> starting out. <laughs> can
1: I be your manager?
0: Yeah. What does that mean? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet.
1: I don't nice. know. It's like a band manager, but for like a podcast. What does a band
0: manager even do? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm gonna <laughs> figure gonna, it out. You're gonna send me with gigs. <laughs> I'm gonna get on <laughs> yeah. stage, put on my headphones, and start like recording. Critical Role, <laughs> dude. Critical Role is
1: nuts. Critical is the best. Critical Role is a um uh, a podcast slash like um they, so it's like a podcast, but they also like record um video of them playing Dungeons and Dragons and they're all uh famous voice actors
0: yeah and Matt Mercer is the the DM the DM he's so good he's
1: so good and then all the different actors are so talented oh it's Um, insane they they all like
0: have been act like voice acting in a bunch of different things for
1: a long time too yeah and so um they get they can do different character voices and so like get into it because they love playing Dungeons and Dragons and they've gotten popular enough that they'll go to like Recently, they went to Dallas and like a theater and it was like like a theater for plays and they packed the whole theater full of people just watching them play D&D. And they have a theme song with like animation and and they play it at the beginning of every episode and they played it at the theater and people sang along to the theme song. Oh, yeah. And the first That's time, awesome. there's a video on YouTube of the first time that happened, and the cast members just freaked out because they thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that people would sing along to their theme song.
0: I mean, they've been doing it for like literally years, years. and they play what every Thursday. They night? play
1: every Thursday, except for last night. They didn't.
0: <sighs> every Thursday, they for get the together and they do this, and it's live streamed, and live-streamed, then it's like put on YouTube, on YouTube and like a podcast. podcast
1: form. If you don't, if you're like uh, like my buddy Trevor. Uh, um, at school when over the summer he worked at a factory and it was worked at the wilson factory in ada okay and so he's making footballs and so like he's just doing the same thing over and over for like an eight-hour shift in the middle of the night because he worked third shift he would listen he'd bring his headphones in and he'd listen to a dnd podcast yeah dude and I'll... he'd get and, like these episodes are like three or four hours long but if he's working like an eight-hour shift and some of the sh- other different... Because there are plenty of... There's a whole bunch of D&D podcasts out there where people play D&D. Oh, so many. And sometimes they're, they'll have shorter episodes that are like 30 minutes. And he could get through like... Like if there's the shorter ones, he'd probably get through like 10 in a single shift.
0: Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Critical Role was my first introduction to D&D. Um, Okay, I got heard other people talk about it and it's always been something where i was like i'm into all this other stuff so i sh- i would probably like D, mm-hmm. but then critical role made it accessible for me yeah i, was like, I would i have to
1: say the same because i remember years ago i think i may have been like just getting into high school um at barnes and noble no nobles there shout out uh, the real store name. They, that's what I wanted to say. D and D has become so popular that they switched. They made a whole aisle for just role playing games. No way. They have like a whole section that used to have like fantasy novels, and they moved it back. Uh, they moved the novels up a front, and they just have like rows of like books for that's like so role playing
0: games and like
1: models and dice. And oh, um, man, I don't know.
0: Barnes and Noble was getting. I guess it makes sense. They've gotten into a lot of other games. Like they got a lot of board games. Board there. games and puzzles and model kits. Yeah, because nobody cares about books anymore except for me. I love books, I mean, like everyone else listens to like audio books. Oh, I love paper books I can't stand audio or uh, e yeah. books. Which have you is ever done one before or no?
1: I have like I've never paid for one. I've always gotten them free, like okay. free trial stuff, which is why I have a stack of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight d and d books in front of me.
0: I love that you brought all of them, and we're not gonna talk about like it here, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but it's awesome, yeah. yeah, um. Dungeons and Dragons is very interesting. I don't know, we kind of talked about like the negative aspects of like some people go crazy. Like yeah. some people like it's like with everything, you always have your bad apples. Like you always mm-hmm. have your weird people who are going to get into stuff. But then with Dungeons and Dragons, you also have like the very real like aspects of it to where it provides people with an avenue like it's almost like if you're young and you get into acting, like a mm-hmm. lot of times actors are people who are socially awkward, yeah, and acting provides them an avenue to be like to pretend to be somebody else, which helps them to learn how to interact in social settings, yeah. And Dungeons and Dragons can have the same effect, where somebody will be very insecure and nervous, and then Dungeons and Dragons and role playing, pretending to be someone else, helps them to learn how to be themselves, yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing, yeah. Because there
1: it. are a lot, there are a lot of theater kids at ONU that play D and D. There's yeah. like at least two or three groups of theater kids that play D and D, and then they're. Uh, I played with a group for a bit um, where the DM was a theater kid, and he's a fantastic DM because he's got all that um, skill and, like, experience with, like, acting.
0: Yeah, and just learning to control your voice. Yeah,
1: controlling your voice and, like, thinking of, like, the story and how, like, plot works, Mm -hmm. and it's great.
0: Yeah. Cooper and I have recorded a few of these and on mm-hmm. one of them, I just like was doing a voice to pretend to be some person. I forget who it was. And he was like, really good at doing voices. And I never really thought about that as being like a skill mm-hmm. because I think it's just something I've always done. I think some people just have always done that. Other people like never try to make a different voice other than their own. Like I remember being a kid and like doing impressions of like different characters on TV yeah. shows and stuff like that. Like that's just always been a fun thing that I do or like pretending to be somebody else. Like I it's bad, but I like to make fun of people using their own voice, <laughs> like saying things that they would not yeah. ever say, but are fun to make like that kind of a stuff. Like not in a mean hearted way, but in like a, I'll make fun of my wife and I'll make fun of her <laughs> using her own, like pretend to be her and the same thing. Just like you always do with your friends. Yeah. Um. I get <laughs> the page that's pulled up uh, after I X'd out of my new Gmail account, conversation at at gmail.com. Send us emails. Us being just me. Uh, The other page that's up is How Much Does a Fursuit Cost? (laughs) Which is like not a great page to have up because I always look at it and I'm like, Oh, shoot. Need to get rid of that. (laughs) Delete history. You're right, right. (laughs) No, honey. I was, I swear, I was just looking at how much fursuits cost. (laughs) Like, no, you weren't. Like, yeah. i made a podcast about it. I swear. uh, Listen, you'll hear it. I I promise. (laughs) Man, why, why is my nose so sniffly? It's that time of year, you know. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, and plus like over the holiday season I feel like I had a very bad sleeping schedule. That's fair.
1: I have a story about that. Sleeping. Ooh, uh I was
0: up this morning until seven fifteen.
1: Dude. I didn't go to bed. Until that's 7:15. so bad. <laughs> and if you would like to know why, if you've I guess Cooper has been on here. I was with Cooper, um, our friend Jackson. And our friend Mitchell. And nice. And we watched a movie called Parasite. It's a Korean movie. It's fantastic. Parasite? Yeah, Parasite. It's I fantastic. I literally
0: just heard on a podcast today somebody talking about how good that movie was. It is, it came it, out this year. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It is
1: so good. It goes from like comedy. You think it's going to be comedy to like horror to like psychological thriller. Oh, I'm so excited. It is Don't, a, I'm going to watch it. It's two hours. Maybe it's fantastic. Um, but we watched that and then we just stayed up real late talking and then at 4 a.m. we drove to Steak and Shake but they were closed what because the workers didn't want to work it was just a paper sign saying hey the dining room's closed sorry uh so we ended up going to Denny's at four in the morning and we were there for two hours
0: dude that's so fun oh yeah that's so dope man yeah I need to have Jackson I've had Cooper and Mitchell on this podcast but I need to have Jackson on this podcast. Oh,
1: Jackson, Jackson would be a trip. You
0: should get him to talk about music. I get him to talk about anything, man. I love that oh, yeah. guy. Shout out to you, Jackson. Email me at therapycast <laughs> at gmail.com. I always make fun of email because I think it's like a very businessy, like, it is very businessy, outdated. Not even necessarily outdated, just it's very, it's kind of relegated to the business side of things. Yeah. And so at church. I always would make fun of youth groups who were like if you have any questions just email us and I'm like no teen is gonna email, email you, you anything you. ever and, and so you're, I
1: <laughs> and if you're you your youth youth pastor and they need to get a hold of you give them your phone number for right out
0: loud which i I always did yeah. but then I would always say don't Facebook message me like I just recently looked at my Facebook messages for the first time in years and there was somebody like literally a year ago who like messaged me and I was like oh sorry that's too gone <laughs> but then like text me or call me or Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I don't have all the other social medias. Yeah. I just just don't get into those.
1: It's a waste of time. Don't, don't,
0: you just Uh, get sucked in. Yeah, it's bad. And so I would always say at youth group, I'd say, if you have any questions, shoot me a fax. (laughs) 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 Just kind of making fun of it. Because, like, they would always say that in, like, church service. I'm like, nobody is going to send you an email except for, like, like the one person whose opinion you don't actually care about that much. (laughs) Like, if there's a person who's going to send you an email about something... That actually has their head on straight. Like they probably would just meet with you in person. Yeah, yeah. So, if you're going to email me, don't. No, just kidding. Please email me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would love to. I would love to hear. Um, if you're not one of my immediate family or friends, how did you hear about this, <laughs> and why are you listening? <laughs> that yeah. would be a cool story. That That'd would be, be super a, like, funny.
1: Just to, like highlight people, like like people do on YouTube videos with like Patreon. Yeah, will like be like, hey, these are my Patreon people. Like, hey, you are like my first fan outside of my mother-in-law. <laughs> Literally, that would be,
0: like I don't think there's probably anyone else out there other than my immediate family or friends that have listened to this. And if there is, I would be amazed. Please email me at conversationtherapycast at gmail.com and I'll Venmo you a dollar. A single dollar. <laughs> a dollar. Like I that. said that on a different episode. I said, if you have listened, it was like almost two hours into it. I was like, if you've listened to it up until now, shoot me a text and I'll vend me a (laughs) dollar. Because, like, no one's going to get there
1: ever. Speaking of which, uh, because I genuinely don't know, uh, where do you put your podcasts? Like, where Um, can you find them? The
0: best place to find it is uh, Spotify. Is it Spotify? Yeah, so Spotify is probably the most well-known platform, but it's on a bunch of other things as well. So, like, Anchor is, like, the hosting platform, um, and then it's on, let me pull it up here. I really should say that on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan's, you're really being my manager right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of dope. Don't forget to pay your taxes. I've made zero money off this, and I probably never will. <laughs> Available on six, view public profile. That's probably what I should do. Available on Breaker, Google Podcasts, which that's another good one, Pocket Casts radio public spotify and copy rss
1: let's go to my podcast app see
0: if it's on apple it's not it's not no that's the hardest one to get into
1: um um now for spotify and podcasts
0: um you just is it
1: different like with like music like can you just pick whatever podcast you want to listen to with for free yeah okay because like I have Apple Music, and I don't want to pay for Spotify because yeah. I have all my music and stuff on um, Apple. On Apple, yeah.
0: But I only ever use Spotify for my music.
1: Yeah. If my mom didn't already pay for it, I would switch. But Right. That yeah.
0: makes sense. Yeah, Spotify's free, though. You just listen to ads every once in a while. Which is like not a big deal. Like on a podcast, you may end up with one ad at the beginning, but probably not. That's all right. Yeah. It's just like watching
1: it on YouTube or something. Yeah. hundred percent.
0: Same thing. Or like, the p- people who are podcasting
1: doing an ad because they're sponsored.
0: Yeah. So, but that
1: that's nothing.
0: <laughs> my estimated audience size is two. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I'm probably included in there because I listen to all of them after I put them up. Like Literally, I love doing this so much. Like, that's why I do it is for me, because I like listening to them. Yeah. And so I can almost guarantee it's probably me and my mother-in-law. But then I had another dude that I, um, a friend of mine who's my wife's cousin, who was like, hey, listen to it. And I was like, okay, this is weird. But then whenever that happens, everybody else is like, oh, you have a podcast? What's it called? And I'm like, I don't know (laughs) if I want you listening. Like, I don't know. But I guess I'm putting it publicly. So it is what it is, man. Wow. (laughs) I need to get up. None of this matters. I don't know why we're talking about this. We were gonna talk about D and D. We just talked about the basics of how to play it. I love D and D, man. Oh yeah. Why? It, do you, why do you love D? Why? D&D? Yeah. Um,
1: I guess it's just like a love of like fantasy, like literature and literature in general. Because when I was younger, I watched the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, and yeah. I was like the charge of the room in the third in the third movie. Woo! It is my favorite scene in cinema history. Period. It's so good. It's like I, you know, as a little kid, little boy who liked, you know, doing little boy things, playing like cowboys and Indians and like it, humans versus space invaders. and, Like you know, yeah. I thought that was cool, and so I always thought D D was kind of interesting. I thought. Because of my grandfather, for the longest time, I thought it was like, "Oh, only nerds play that, only weirdos play that."
0: Kind of true. And
1: I mean, yeah. But then I f- looked into it and I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." Yeah. Because I got like a fourth edition rule book. Uh, fourth edition is not a great edition of D and I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, but it's all
0: good though. It's all better than nothing.
1: Yeah, it is all better than nothing. A lot of people hate it and a lot of people love it. So
0: there's not a whole lot of in between on it. But I, okay. Aside. I don't like fan bases that take a dump on th- parts of their fan base. Yeah, that's, I hate that. Which is like, you don't like 4th edition, I don't give a crap. I don't care if you don't like 4th, just like, if you don't like the Star Wars movies, shut up. <laughs> like, if you don't like them, don't talk about it then. Like, yeah. it, like the whole, like if you don't have anything necessary, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Like, this wasn't made for you. This was made for the people who are going to enjoy it, which is anybody out there. So don't feel entitled to getting your way in whatever it is. Like, if you don't like the finale to a thing, shut up and get over it. Yeah. And that bothers me, like, with everything. Everyone's like, oh, the finale sucked. It's like, well, shut up about it. Maybe you shouldn't like the show then. Get over yourself.
1: I don't know. I, I agree with you for the most part. But then sometimes, for example, Game of Thrones, the show was great up until the finale. I loved it up until, like, the last five minutes of the last episode. And I was like... That was an awful ending they like rushed it so bad and like
0: well that's part of the show now so get yeah. over it or deal with it
1: <laughs> I did get over it so I don't because I don't care about Game of Thrones anymore yeah um because it kind of ruined it the whole universe f- for me so like I
0: just don't pay attention to it anymore that's fine just forget about the ending then yeah. just focus on the rest of the good parts and that's what I don't like is when people i'm fine with you not liking it but when you try to convince me to not like something that's when i get mad yeah because like if i genuinely enjoy something because like yesterday i think i have a tendency to do the same thing where i overanalyze things Mm -hmm. and that makes me not like things and i'm finding that choosing to suspend my disbelief and just say i'm just gonna have fun and like forget that i can think like Yesterday my wife rented Jumanji, the newest one with the rock. Not the newest one, but like the first, the first one, one that the yeah. like the rock and Kevin Hart and Jack Black and whoever that girl are. Mm-hmm. That girl is. Like <laughs> whoever that girl. Yeah. The four of them were in it. And we watched that and it is like very much so like the kind of movie that I normally wouldn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy this. Because my wife was like getting bummed out. She's like, you're not going to like it. And I'm like, well, I'll just like it. I'm just going to like it. And so I watched it. And I was like, I'm just going to enjoy this. And I'm going to turn off the part of my brain that wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. And I had a great time.
1: Yeah, because that's just like The Rock, Kevin Hart, Black, Jack, Jack Black. Black. Like, that's a hysterical cast.
0: It was so good. And, like, usually I would find ways to not like it. Like, the whole time Jack Black was, like, his body was, it, it like, he was playing a girl was playing him Yeah. so he was pretending to be a girl the whole time who was like this stereotypical instagram girl yeah and like as soon as that, i was just like i'm just gonna let this be funny it was hilarious mm-hmm. and like the way that they were talking like kevin hart's character was like a big buff dude in the real world from like and- high school and then like <laughs> yeah. he's just it's kevin hart yeah it's like <laughs> super short and he's like going against the rock yeah and who's like the rock was like this wimpy kid in high school and it's was like it was hilarious like it was a it was a, it was a romp. Yeah, but it then again, that movie. was,
1: like, kind of meant to be ridiculous and silly.
0: Right, but there's even other movies like that that I just need to be like, okay, I'm just gonna enjoy this. Yeah,
1: like, I I think, like, I think it's good for, like, TV shows and games and, like, books and whatnot to, like, take themselves seriously sometimes, but then there's, like, if they mess that up and break it, like, break that, like, if they're take, supposed to take themselves seriously mm. and then, they, like, don't, for yeah. a little bit, it kind of, like, messes with, like, the mood, and, like, it just becomes, like, not enjoyable anymore, where yeah. if they're not taking themselves seriously, like, yeah, we know we're ridiculous, and then, like, they try to take themselves seriously, it's like, come on, we love this, you know, medium of entertainment because you didn't take yourself seriously.
0: Yeah, I think that's where you have an argument for nudges or not for for, uh, what was the show that you just said? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones.
1: Because, like, it's all, yeah. like, very grim and serious, and it's, like, uh, you know, I genuinely liked most all the way up through Season 7. Season 8 was kind of... It felt rushed because there was only like six episodes. They were like an hour and a half a piece. Yeah. But still. um, And then, like, I just felt like storyline, plot-wise, like it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And they were just kind of like... Felt like they were just throwing things to the wall. Like the writers of the show. And so...
0: And I kind of understand that because part of me is like... When I look at other things, like, oh, I just had a great comparison. I forget it now. Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Comparing Star Wars to Game of Thrones. I am fine with people not liking the end of Game of Thrones because I think it was almost universal. Yeah. Like, everybody was like, yeah, this wasn't very good. Like, we expected more, and it's been so excellent up until this point. Mm -hmm. But then with Star Wars, I think the people who didn't like the new series are people who need to shut up and go die in a hole. (laughs) Which is like... I'm not saying, like, if you didn't like it, like, you're allowed to not like it. Yeah, because I don't like it. That's fine. If you don't like it and you're trying to convince everybody else to not like it, like, sh- shut up. Like, I'm yeah. sick of you trying to convince I'll everybody else to not like I'll talk about not something.
1: liking it with my friends who also don't like it.
0: Right, which is fine. Like, do that. But then there's also this, like, very toxic Star Wars fan base. Yeah. Who, like, the new films were not made for a Star Wars fan base. They were made for money for money, and for people who like Star Wars but aren't that into the lore. Yeah. Which is, like, I loved them. And I loved Star Wars from the time I was a kid. And, like, I loved all of the movies. You know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Mm -hmm. 8, 9. Loved all of them. My favorite might be Rogue One. I thought that movie was awesome.
1: I thought that movie... First time I saw it, I thought it was the best Star Wars movie ever made. Yeah, And I watched it again... And I was like, eh, "This isn't that great."
0: I've only but. seen it once, so maybe I should watch it again. But I loved it; I thought it was yeah. so good. And like, even all the other ones is like, I think it goes back to the whole just letting myself have fun. Mm-hmm. Because if I only focus on Jar Jar Binks, then Phantom Menace is gonna suck. Oh yeah, I just forget about that and just
1: focus on everything else. Yeah, I like to look at the whole picture. Yeah, um, which is like, yeah, they're prequels. There are a lot of things that aren't great about them, but overall, I enjoyed them. Yeah, I liked the original trilogy. But then when I go to look at the whole picture for the new Star Wars tri- like trilogy, I'm just like it's not that great. Like there's a lot of like different plot things that just don't make a whole lot of sense. That just kind of like and it's not like tiny little lo- plot loopholes either. It's like for me, it's like kind of a big deal. Have you seen
0: the new one? Yes, I have as well. Spoiler alert: We're going to talk about the new one now. Yeah. I don't know why, but it didn't have as much of a punch for me when it was like you're a Palpatine. Yeah, it was like okay, like why is that such a huge deal? Because in this new trilogy, we didn't have any connection to the Palpatines other than a laugh in a trailer and the like him being in the new film. It was like he's not a meaningful character at all in this nope. series, and so like it being this huge reveal that she's a Palpatine was like that, and that
1: he's been controlling everything and she's uh, been all the voices she's heard in her head. Yeah, and, like
0: it was like whatever.
1: Yeah, I I will. Personally, I thought it would have been really cool if she had turned evil because the movie Rise of Skywalker, Kylo Ren's a Skywalker. Right. If Ray turns evil and then Kylo Ren steps up and becomes good, that would have been which s- it was happening. It was. it was. It was happening. I was like, oh. I didn't think they would do it. And then it just didn't happen. and I was like, yeah. oh, and the movie's gone.
0: But then being in Dyad was kind of cool. Like, have yeah. you read any Star Wars books that are not the other ones? Mm-mm. I got super nerdy and read, like, a bunch of, like, outside of the regular ones Star Wars books. Mm-hmm. Like, canon Star Wars books.
1: Yeah, the new Disney canon? No. Oh, oh the oh, the men
0: universe. I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, all sorts of other stuff. Like, I got way into it, and there was a whole section of books at the library that I went to as a kid that was like, these are all the Star Wars books. And I read a bunch of those. Loved them. Mm-hmm. Cause they're all just like They're like Fantasy space stuff Like they're so fun Space opera Space D&D Love it Mm -hmm. And um, After watching like these last Like the 789 I liked them because they were Star Wars And I loved that style of film anyway Um, But then it like didn't feel as Like much of a punch Like I remember in Which one was it? Was it Rogue One? Where you see Darth Vader Yeah that was so cool. And he's so dope and he's, he's like so, that was so cool. powerful and evil and insane and crazy. And he like yeah. on that ship where he like kills all those people. Aww. And then like the other films, like what was it episode four? Yeah. Where you just see like the aftermath of all that. But mm-hmm. like you get to see what happens in Rogue One. I was like, oh, that was so cool. And like that in and of itself was like worth the price of admission because that shows you a little bit more about Darth Vader. Yeah. But then going into 789, it was like, I don't know, Kylo Ren wasn't. I mean, he was a villain, but in my mind, it was like he the whole time he just felt so conflicted that it didn't feel like he was truly evil ever.
1: But that's kind of like cool though, like to have that conflict within.
0: That's true. But I
1: feel like they didn't do it justice necessarily.
0: Yeah, Um, I guess the whole time I felt like he was gonna turn good the whole time, and I was like, yeah, he's doing all these evil things, but like, I don't know. Maybe I need to watch rewatch all three of them because. I yeah. really liked it. Like, I saw the newest one in theaters, and I was like, this mm-hmm. is super cool. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I went and saw it opening night. Did you? Yeah. I saw it, uh, I don't know, wow, yeah, like girl. Monday or Tuesday yeah. after opening night. Um, Yeah, really liked it because i mean there's a lot of nods in there to like all the other star wars movies and stuff mm-hmm. which is like at this point it feels just like a cash cow disney yeah. owns our souls it's monopoly and needs to be broken up yeah um that's a separate thing but that's a thing that i'm stuck on but i'm still gonna go watch the star wars so i'm part of the problem um yeah i, I really man. like the mandalorian
1: mandalorian do you is, really like that
0: i i enjoy it
1: i like it a lot because it's not spoilers as well there because i've seen all of it have you seen all yes, of it yeah okay yeah, all right um I like it because it's not folk, there's no, I mean, I guess there is because of Baby Yoda, but there's no, like, Force, Jedi, giant space wizards who are super powerful. Right. It's just, like, a, a dude protecting a tiny green baby.
0: Yeah, and it's very interesting the way that it works out, because it makes you think, like, oh, there's, like, a million stories like this within the Star Wars universe anyways. Yeah, and... I like think it makes you think of the possibilities.
1: Like, it's not just super unique. It's just, like, yeah, this is just a story that probably's happened a bunch of times. Right.
0: So, like but we're gonna tell it right it doesn't affect like the universe yeah and there are a lot of people who were like are you like (laughs) who are talking about like oh the the time period in which happens i'm like clearly it happens after everything else it happens after episode six it happens after episode everything are you sure doesn't it have to
1: no it happens after
0: episode nine doesn't it have to
1: I don't know because I know it's after, after the Empire, but I didn't know if it was after like the First Order and everything. Yeah, I thought it was like when they said Empire, I thought they meant like. Empire. Well, yeah,
0: I guess they would have referred to it as the First Order. Yeah, so it probably happens after after. Because the six.
1: Republic is around, the New Republic's
0: around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I had somebody who Repu- was arguing that it happened, like that that was actual Yoda. I'm like, no, it's just a Yoda character. Yeah, it's whatever his race is. Yeah, whatever his. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's not him. And they're like, yeah, it is. It's Baby Yoda. And I was like, no. <laughs> just call it Baby Yoda. Yeah, because it's the easy way to refer to it. Yeah. And it is very adorable. It's super cute. Um, I was kind of sad that he took off his mask at that one point. Yeah. That they showed his face. I was like, I mean, I, already, it's not I, looked, the way. Up,
1: I looked up the actor. And <laughs> Did so, you? like, Pedro Pascal is one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's Because he was the Viper of Dorne in Game of Thrones, and he was in Narcos
0: um, on mm-hmm. Netflix that's a really good tv show i need to watch that because i watched a couple is that the one that's in spanish or no is that a different one
1: i mean it has spanish in it but it's meant for an english audience so okay. like it's got english in it
3: um,
1: okay most of the characters who are Spanish like colombian speak um they speak english when they're speaking to each other even though they're speaking spanish but when they're in the presence of somebody who like speaks who's like an American like an American agent they'll speak Spanish and have the subtitles and whatnot gotcha it's it's good should I watch uh, it yes there's Narcos with um Pablo Escobar which is the one I watched and then there's another Narcos that's come out about like the Mexican cartel and like the what happened to the Colombian cartel after Pablo Escobar died okay I need to watch that
0: a lot of things I need to watch um but I'm also trying to read Ethan let's wrap this one up we're an hour and 15 minutes into it, and it's felt like 10 minutes. I love talking to you. Oh, yeah. This is a great time. I love being here. Yeah. Um, you say that as if it's happened more than once. <laughs> yeah. Outside of this podcast, it, it has.
1: Be. I could, this could I could come back.
0: Dude, I would love, I would absolutely love to have you on to record like a, just a random three or four shot series of D&D. That would be sweet. Oh, we have to do that. That means I have to get a fourth mic. How much are the mics? Um, headphones, which we wouldn't necessarily need, but are kind of cool. Headphones are like forty-five or fifty dollars, and then the mics themselves are like sixty bucks. So it's like a hundred fifteen altogether to get another person here, and this can record four lines. Okay, it can record four. Um, my recorder can, can, can record four microphones plus the extra audio input of the laptop. Yeah,
1: how sensitive are the mics? What do you mean? Like, if I was sitting like next like have two people a mic like, if you wanted to add more people for like a if you wanted
0: um or like i don't I guess like somebody that could just very like much because in. then it's like then it be- gets an issue because i could turn that mic up like i could turn up the recording and it could catch you both yeah but then you'd have to like make sure that the rest of the sound in the room is very quiet and like all that so yeah yeah i would much rather and plus i think it's easier to dm if you have like only three or four people that is true like is i've played true. campaigns where it's like hey you're gonna dm for six people it's like no i'm not I'm not gonna do that because that's too hard. Yeah, I wouldn't. I w- made a rule for myself that I don't do more than six. Um, Dude, I would not do more than four at most. Yeah, the, it's just hard. The
1: my friend who's a theater kid at school, um, Curtis. Shout out to Curtis, love Shout you out, buddy.
0: Shout out Curtis. Um, he, Curtis, I know you're not listening. <laughs> if you are, email me at conversationtherapycast@gmail.com.
1: <laughs> he, at the beginning of the semester, was DMing
0: nine people. That's just dumb. And he can handle it. I feel like that doesn't give him, uh, like each person enough time to shine. It doesn't because some people, like
1: myself, like I'm genuinely, like, I'm very rambunctious, but like in D&D, I'm a bit more passive and quiet. Interesting. And so, like, I want to do things, but then these people who aren't genuinely more social Uh, in just a normal conversation, but in D&D they're like very rambunctious. Yeah. Um, They shine and kind of take the spotlight. Yeah, they'll
0: kind of hog it in a bad way, like a ball hog type deal. Yeah. Sports metaphors for nerds. (laughs) 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 Maybe that'll be the title of this podcast. Sports metaphors for nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so wrapping this up, it is the new year. It is. Do you have any things that you, like not necessarily resolutions but things that you want to do this year i'll tell you mine while you can think of yours because okay. i can prep you for this so this coming year i would like to get into more woodworking i built this table which i really That's enjoyed cool. um and i like did word work woodworking for a while really liked that so i'd like to do more of that also i've been reading books i really enjoy reading books about things in which i'm interested so mm-hmm. i've been doing that and like being more healthy is one so like obviously losing weight is a thing but then just on top of that it's also like don't eat like crap all the time like Mm -hmm. that in and of itself will help me lose weight and make me feel healthier oh yeah so i think those are my like big three of like i want to be healthier i want to do more woodworking and i would like to read more books Um, i that brings up a good
1: point i'd like to read more books because i haven't read much of anything since like saw junior year of high school
0: yeah, like reading for fun. Like I, like I
1: haven't read for fun in a while. Yeah. I've okay. read one book that I can... I remember, read one
0: book this past semester I got at Walmart because... Why not? Uh, yeah, why not? I took a couple college courses, like finishing up a separate thing that I had to do, and the books that I was reading for the courses were books that I would want to read anyways, mm-hmm. which was awesome because that kind of got me back into reading because it was like anthropology and Christianity and like stuff that yeah. I found very interesting. And so then recently, like for Christmas, I got um, Velvet Elvis and Love Wins by Rob Bell. And I finished both of those, which are interesting and awesome. And I love them. And then I'm like halfway through uh, The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. Mm -hmm. Um, C.S. Lewis is great. So good. And then I have like three other books that are on the way (laughs) right now. And so I was like, I'm just ripping through books because I love reading and I have some time right now, like a little bit of extra time. So those are my New Year's things that I would like to do in this coming year. What about you? Do you have any? I am, so I have a buddy at school who graduated, but he lives in town with his
1: parents, or out in the country, and so he's still around, and we're gonna, he got a membership because of his work, half price, but at a gym, but I'm going to
0: get a membership at this gym, and
1: because he's like... 385 but he's like muscly like strong man like Bjorn half son
0: like super super
1: strong or like Like, fat and strong because there's both fat and strong he's not like he doesn't look like a bodybuilder okay he looks like he's got the appearance of someone who's like fat but he's not okay and so like he wants to like get stronger and actually like slim down not necessarily slimmed down like he's strong but he is like it's been a while since he's done a whole lot of weightlifting mm-hmm. and he's been looking he's been trying to get me to be his weightlifting partner for like eight months and i've just said no and do i know I, this person no okay not yet you could, he could come and be a podcast man love it um but i'm gonna go with him and i just kind of like genuinely like would like to lose weight and just get stronger in general
0: awesome dude um because i'm pretty weak physically that's all right yeah I'm on board with you. Let's let's keep each other... Let's hold each other... I hate the hold each other accountable thing, because I think that's a super Christianese term. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just... Let's keep each other on it about losing weight. I like that. Let's do it.
1: I did... I lost like 12 pounds this semester doing nothing. I changed literally nothing about my diet. Interesting. I think, anyway. Stress. 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 And then I do live in an apartment now, so so I don't have to to eat. I have to cook my own food. Yep and i don't like doing that so i eat a lot of fast food but i don't have
0: that much money to money do that. yeah
1: i mean i do but then like i will buy things like buy dlc for video games and dnd uh, books yeah dnd books and other stuff so like i'll just like sometimes just not eat or only eat like one meal a day yeah and so that kind of played a part because i don't have the school's cafeteria anymore
0: yeah I lost a bunch of weight and then I gained a lot of weight back and now I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm just yeah, going to, cause it's all about just being healthy. Like that's what it has to be. It's just like, you have to make a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. you know, instead of the whole process of lose weight and then binge and then lose weight and then binge is like, just change your lifestyle. And that's what I'm choosing to do. Yeah. Anything I, else that
1: comes to mind for you or that? Um, uh, I do want to lose weight. I do want to read more books cause I've, I read that one book and I've got some books, uh, with a gift card i got for christmas at barnes and noble barnes and nobles <laughs> barnes and nobles <laughs> at noble um and so i want to read some more books and like at school in my like a room in my apartment like i have a bookshelf full of books nice some that i've read but i want to reread because there are books in this later in the series i haven't read so i need to catch up because it's been some, a long time since i've read some of the beginning books so that's that's like two that, those myself. are good goals yeah
0: ethan what a pleasure this was. The most
3: pleasurable <laughs>
1: <laughs> audio
0: experience <laughs> I've had. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to a birthday party for a, a baby. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, so fun. I don't know much fun. what I'm going to do. <laughs>